I don't know about you, but we're always looking for ways to get our kids involved and give back in our local community. That's why we're excited to tell you about Student Visionaries of the Year, a campaign by the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, which is the largest nonprofit organization dedicated to creating a world without blood cancers. Student Visionaries of the Year is a seven-week philanthropic leadership development program for high school students. Participants form strong teams and fundraise in honor of a pediatric blood cancer survivor in their local community. I would love for Violet to do this program when she's in high school. This program is transformative. It not only helps students develop valuable life skills like project management, communication, financial literacy, and entrepreneurship, not to mention it looks great on college applications, but most importantly, it's also a chance for them to engage in meaningful work within their community and make a real impact on blood cancer patients and their families. You can learn more about Student Visionaries of the Year or even nominate a student at lls.org slash students. That's lls.org slash students. Okay. Seven, six, five, four, maintain contraction. Three, two, now land it. Oh, God. Oh, man, that shoulder press is tough. I know it is. It burns like hell. Hi, and welcome to Happier in Hollywood, the podcast about how to be happier, healthier, saner, more creative, more successful, and more productive in a backbiting, superficial, chaotic, unpredictable, fundamentally insane world. I'm Liz Kraft, a TV writer and producer living in LA, and with me is my high school friend and writing partner of 18 years, Sarah. That's me, Sarah Fain. On this podcast, we talk about being writers in Hollywood, how we balance a career and friendship, how to survive the war of attrition that is life in Los Angeles. In this episode, we'll discuss how you are in charge of your own career. Then we'll interview the woman responsible for our weekly torture sessions, podcast host and co-owner of Inform Fitness Los Angeles, Sheila Mellon. And finally, our assistant Mary will share a movie theater related Hollywood hack. But first, we have a very fun update, um, a woo-woo update, dare I say. A psychic named Marla Fries came to visit us at our office yesterday to talk about what she sees in the future for our pilot, The Fix. Um, and we're going to have her on the podcast later this month, which will be so fun. Um, but yesterday, Marla did some spiritual work on you, Liz. Yes. Um, you and Marshall Clark and I were all in our office and Marla came in and she knew we wanted to sort of know what was up with our pilot. Does she see it getting picked up, et cetera, et cetera. But I mean, she just like honed in right on me. Yeah. And she sort of like pushed all this like air energy away and was like, you, Liz. And she's like, I need to work on you. Um, and she said that, you know, I had too much anxiety and also that I feed off my own anxiety, that I enjoy it. So yes. that was interesting. Um, and she even sensed that I had knots in my stomach. She's uh -huh. like, you're carrying all of this in your stomach, which is true. I literally have had knots in my stomach almost nonstop for, you know. for months. Yeah, for months. And she made you stand up. Yeah. So, yeah, she had me stand up. <laughs> she was like, she made me take off my sweatshirt so that she could sort of get to me better. <laughs> um, and she was holding my head. She was like patting my stomach. She was she brought in like 
good energy to relax my the knots in my stomach. Um, and she kind of did all this stuff to yeah. me. Um, and then I did feel more relaxed uh-huh. afterward. Um, and then she had interesting things to say about the pilot. Um, all positive. All positive. Yeah, she said that we need to be over it instead of under it, meaning like this whole time we've been sort of um, buried in the stress of it and concerned about it and worried, is it going to get picked up? Is it going to get picked up? And that instead we need to be over it and just feel confident that Mm -hmm. it's going to get picked up and proceed as if it is and behave as if it is, and then it will. You know, my issue with that, Sarah, is I'm one of these people who feels like you can jinx it. Yeah. So it's like I purposely don't let myself think it'll get picked up because I don't want to jinx it. And I think Marsha is the same way. Right. So we're fighting our own natural, um, you know, proclivities. Yeah. Um, But I think Marla's right. Well, here's here's what I know. Okay. We've always said the script is the best thing we've ever written. And I think that's true. Um, And this pilot is for sure the best pilot we've ever made. So... We can't control whether it gets picked up or not. Our feeling is that it should. (laughs) (laughs) We certainly certainly hope that it will. So we might as well behave like it will. And then we can crawl back here humiliated if it doesn't. (laughs) Yeah, okay. That's a plan. (laughs) Okay. It's always good to have a plan. So thank you, Marla, for that spiritual work that I was in need of. And uh, you'll all get to know Marla. We're, We're kind of... Banking on her to be our resident um, happier in Hollywood psychic. Because every <laughs> podcast set in Hollywood needs a psychic. Absolutely. Um, and now it is time for From the Treadmill Desks Of, in which we discuss what's most pressing in our work psyches this week. And this week, it's you are in charge of your career. Yeah. We remind ourselves of this pretty often mm-hmm. because a lot of the time we're looking outside of ourselves for direction on our career. Um, But the truth is, nobody knows what we should do more than we do. Yes. And nobody is going to be as invested as we are. You know, even our agent, Matt Solo, who's wonderful and amazing and is definitely very invested, doesn't care as much as we do. So it's up to us. Yes. We have to build our career brick by brick. Yeah. Um, But there's such a longing for this magical person to come in. And say, oh, here's what you guys, you know, should do. Yes. It's almost like reverting to childhood. It's like Mm. this need to have like, mommy, tell me what to do. Totally. (laughs) Point me this direction. Tell me what's right and what's wrong. We want to crawl on Matt Solo's lap and have him (laughs) rock us and tell us what to do. But that's never going to happen. I really want to see that, though. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's like. It's almost like a desire to be less responsible if something goes awry. Yes. And it's interesting because Gretchen, my sister and uh-huh. co-host of Happier uh, with Gretchen Rubin, she always says that she wishes she could have a boss. Uh. Um, and she quotes Andy Warhol, who said, when I think about what sort of person I would most like to have on retainer, I think it would be a boss, a boss who could tell me what to do because that makes everything easy when you're working. <laughs> So even Andy Warhol wished he had someone to, like, tell him what to do with his career. Well, and even Gretchen, like, that is so surprising to me because Mm. I feel like she is the person who is sort of the most kind of comfortable with being her own boss. But 
Like that's that's very comforting. Well, oh, no. She says to me all the time she wishes there were someone. I mean, that's just why she has long conversations with her agent, Christy right. Fletcher, because she's looking for guidance. Yeah. You know, because you there's so many decisions like, yeah. do I write this book? Do I write that book? Do I not write a book? Yeah. Do I do this? You know, and it's like, unfortunately, there is no clear answer. And often. there's only so much time. And there's only so much time. And so the path you go down shuts down other paths. Right. So that's why often it's hard to make a decision. But as we know, you just have to pick a path and go with it. Right. Like there are times we have passed on projects, mm-hmm. um, pilots that we've been offered to write. Yeah. Um, and then we've passed and then they've gone to series and been big hits. Yes. And we kind of have to live with, well, we didn't make that career choice. I wish we had the magical elf saying, Liz and Sarah do that. <laughs> right. Of course, had we done those pilots, they may have turned out differently and not gone to series Absolutely. and not been the right decision. Yeah. So. Well, it's that you never know what's good news and what's bad news, but that's a mantra that's for another, another day. Yeah. Um, so, Liz, what is our advice to everyone else and to ourselves about how to best take charge of our own career? Well, I would say one thing is take time to think about what you want. Mm -hmm. So try to have a clarity of vision, have short-term and long-term goals. Think beyond the next step. Yes. I think that's important because it's like you can think like this is what I want right now, Mm -hmm. but you also have to think about where you want to be in five years and where you want to be in 10 years. Right. And if you have that clarity of vision, then you know kind of how to focus your time. Yes. Um, And another thing is don't get stuck in the same place because Mm. it's convenient for those above you. Mm. This is so key. Mm -hmm. If they don't want to move you up, out you go. Just leave. It's not your job to just like serve someone else and be unconditionally loyal. Yeah. And I think a lot of people fall in this trap. It's like if you're a great assistant, people some there may be people who just want you to stay an assistant. Yeah. But it, just because somebody hired you and gave you your break as, you know, your, your first job in Hollywood or your first job in finance or whatever it is, that doesn't mean for the rest of your life you're like beholden to them. If no. you've done a great job, you know, done what they asked you to do, then you have the agency to move on when it's time to move on. Yes. And particularly in Hollywood, there are some people who promote from within who think that's sort of philosophically the right Mm -hmm. thing to do. And there are some people who don't, who think philosophically for whatever reason, this is not us, so I don't understand it, (laughs) um, that that that's not how you should operate. So if you're in a place where someone is not going to keep pushing your career, great, you learned a lot. If you're not going to move forward, move on. Yeah. Now, Sarah, this piece of advice, which I think is great, comes from Lori Zacks, who's Mm -hmm. been on the program and who's an executive producer of The Fix. She says, don't let people project their insecurities onto you. Just because they can't do something doesn't mean you can't. Oh, that's good. And that's true. I think if people are scared, then they're like, well, you, I can't do that, so you can't do it either. Uh-huh. You know, and it's like, this happens a lot, I think, um, in creative endeavors. Yes. It's like, if you want to be an actor, your mom might say, you can't be an actor. You're never going to make it because she feels like she wouldn't have made it. Yeah. But it's you have to decide for yourself what you want your career to be and where you want it to go. Yes. Um, and then another thing is, like, don't fight fear. Like, be afraid uh-huh. and do it anyway. Yeah. So don't tell yourself, like, just accept it. Go, hey, I'm afraid. I'm terrified. 
but you know what? I'm just going to take this next step anyway. I'm going to talk to my boss. I'm going to write the letter. I'm going to go for the job interview. Um, I, and I just say don't fight it because it's like I think fighting it takes such energy. Uh-huh. And it's like if you just accept you're afraid, then, you know, you can just sort of deal with that and move on as opposed to trying to hide from your fear, which could make you think, oh, I really don't want to do that thing. Yeah. I love that because we got advice early in our career from Scott Brazil, who was an executive producer on The Shield. Um, and we were young writers and he sat us down and he mm-hmm. said, be fearless. Mm, yeah. um, and that really helped us. Yeah. Um, and I actually have a big painting in my house at the top of my stairs that says be fearless. Um, but f- accepting that you're going to have fear is even better, really. Yeah, because then you can hopefully move through it. Yeah. You know, and when it's just realistic. And if something <laughs> this is, you know, uh, something people say a lot, and I think it's really true. If something scares you, that probably means you should do it. Yes, you really should. Um, Now, wanting to take charge of our career is part of why we picked expand as our mantra this year. Yes. Um, I think when you're trying to take charge of your own career, having a mantra is really helpful because it can always bring you back to what is the single thing you want to accomplish. Yeah. And for us this year, we really want to expand. We're not even, you know, we may not even know exactly what that means, but it keeps our conversation going about how are we expanding and what are we doing? And I think we have expanded. And I think that mantra has helped us stay on the path. Yes, absolutely. Um, and if you're a writer, another key thing um, in in taking charge of your own career is to remember that your friends hire you. So make, make friends. friends. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How do you guys, oh, wait, Sarah, we've pledged not to say guys anymore, so I'm going to say something else. Okay. How do you all take charge of your careers? We want to know. Email us at happierinhollywood at gmail.com or send us a voice memo. Next up, we talk to the fabulous and very fit Sheila Melody, co-owner of Inform Fitness LA. But first, an ad break. Okay, Liz, here's some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, multiple systems, delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs, you cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems, and you improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash Hollywood. NetSuite.com slash Hollywood. NetSuite.com slash Hollywood. Liz, now it's time for Take a Hike, in which we talk about mental, physical, or spiritual health. And today it's physical. We are talking to Sheila Melody, co-owner of Inform Fitness Los Angeles, and my personal torturer slash Inform Fitness trainer. Sheila has been exercising regularly since the age of 13 when she first signed up for cheerleading in the eighth grade. 
She has grown and evolved through the world of American fitness as she describes it since before they were requiring you to wear shoes in the group classes. Seriously. (laughs) Certified as a Power of 10 personal trainer in 2010, she has instructed hundreds of clients through the years, including both of us. With experience and background in a broad diversity of other exercise programs, her unique specialty is designing a Power of 10 workout that matches whatever specific needs a client may have and helping them achieve their fitness goals. Sheila also hosts an amazing podcast called Sound, Mind, and Body, which we will discuss a little later in our conversation. Welcome, Sheila. Sheila, so happy to have you here. Thank you guys so much for having me on. This is so fun. This is so fun to be here with you yeah. too. I love it. Yay. Um, so it's so different seeing you outside of the gym. You're like I wearing know. this like leather jacket. I know. It's like seeing a teacher at the grocery store. I know. <laughs> I'm not wearing my typical stretchy pants, which uh-huh. I take every uh-huh. opportunity to not wear the stretchy pants. Yes, exactly. Um, so can you explain to our listeners what the Power of 10 workout is? Okay, so the Power of 10 workout is, it's strength training, but it's a specific method. It's called slow motion, high intensity strength training. Mm -hmm. And the thing to remember with that title, the high intensity, don't be afraid of the high intensity. What that means is how deep you go. Mm -hmm. It's not like insanity workout where it's like, ah, high intensity, you know, it's how deep you're going. And the focus of the workout is simply to strengthen you, to strengthen your muscles. Um, so you go slow, like you count to 10. You, you hold, it's like you, you lift the maximum weight you possibly can as slowly as you can to muscle failure. Right. That's uh, my understanding. This method was developed by a guy named Ken Hutchins. And in the early 80s, it was called Super Slow. And he developed it because he was doing studies with women that had osteoporosis. Uh So he had them on this equipment. That's the other thing about our workout. We have very specialized equipment. But when he was doing these studies with the women who had osteoporosis, he realized that they were gaining muscle because he was Uh going very slow and having them do some weight-bearing exercise, which is good for osteoporosis. Uh Um, and, And then he started doing all these studies and developed it into this workout. What I love about it, it's once a week for like 20 minutes to half an hour. Right. It's like you do these very specific exercises. They're very hard, but you're only doing that very hard thing for two minutes. And then you're moving on to the next very hard thing. And you do that for two minutes. And then you move on to the next very hard thing for two minutes. So you never get like bored and you never feel like, oh, God, I can't do this for two more minutes because you're like, as soon as you get there, you're done. Exactly. What's interesting to me is everyone I tell about this, because, of course, we're evangelists and we're always telling yes. people about your place and your workout. Thank um, you. Is that they don't believe that a half an hour could do anything once a week. And then they start going. And like after they go once, they're like, oh, yeah, I signed up. I'm, I'm going now because it's so draining of your muscles. It right. really is all you need. I mean, I did it Wednesday <laughs> and I thank God Sarah was coming into work late because I 
drove to the office and I like laid down on the couch and went to sleep. I was exhausted. I Only know, because you were you were out of, you know, you hadn't done it for a while. Well, and I hadn't done it for a while. You build up. Yes. Well, because you guys had to take a break when you were <laughs> yeah. in, in pilot production, yeah, which exactly. is totally understandable. But if you, you know, it, it is hard to explain to people they don't believe it. That's why we have a really great introductory offer. And also, I wanted to just offer your listeners, if anybody's in the L.A. area, if they want to if they say they were heard about it on this podcast, I'll give them a free session. Oh, oh awesome. wow. Yeah. Oh, that's so Sheila, nice. that's great. Well, okay. we want if to you're meet. in L.A., go. Seriously, yes. go. We didn't know Sheila was going to do that. Go. Yeah. My <laughs> team and I want to meet you and we want to show you this amazing workout that Liz and Sarah have known about. And that's all actually from Gretchen because yes, she yeah. has been doing it in New York for many years. Yes. Right? My sister, my co-host of Happier with Gretchen Rubin is like the biggest informed fitness devotee. She really is. Um, and um, she got me to do it and her entire family and her in-laws and they all do it. She's gotten like 30 people doing it, I think, in New York. Well, I just want and just a word about, you know, to the women out there um, because of the word strength training. A lot of women think they're going to mm. bulk up. You will not bulk up. Let me just tell you that. You won't bulk up. What you will do is kickstart your metabolism. You'll tone up because what toning is muscle. Yeah. And the muscle fibers just get a little thicker. And that's what that toning is. It's a, a sustainable, realistic strength training program that you're taking care of your muscle. And what I love about Informed Fitness as you say, you can do it at any age. I can't wait until Violet is old enough to do it because I think she'll love it. She's come in with oh, me a couple has. times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and she even lifted. <laughs> yeah. She lifted like 106 pounds. It was the... insane. Oh, my God. Yes. But that I can't wait until she can really like do it for real. And people can do it from the like time that 76. they're, you know, teenagers till yeah. they're yeah, much, much older until. Because we're not going to take you in there and just do the same exact you know, thing that we do for everything. Yeah. We do design it specifically for you. Now, one thing I want to ask you about, Sheila, because when I started, one of the first things you said to me was that um, a lot of this is mental. You're going to feel afraid to keep going. Your body can keep going, but your mind is going to like scream at you to stop. And what you have to know is like nothing bad is going to happen in this process, like the worst thing that can happen is that you like drop the weight. I mean, you, you know, you worst. set it down. Yeah. So talk about that because it really does bring up a lot of emotions. Like yeah. there are times when I feel like crying during. Right. It's so true. And it is a mind body thing. And when you're going through that movement, uh, lifting the heavier weights slowly, it can get very intense very quickly, as yeah. you know. When that intensity happens, your mind is starts to go, danger, Will Robinson, you know, <laughs> we have to stop. This is danger. But what we try to do is gently coax you through because you have to cross a certain threshold in order to create change. Mm. And that's true with everything, right? When you think about it, yeah. you have to cross a certain threshold. So we're going to cross that threshold with you. We're going to gently guide you. We don't yell. We don't, you know, what was a matter of fact, when you get to that intense part, we know that you're it's a fight or flight thing. Mm -hmm. And I also often say this to people when they're in there. And that is, you know, because a lot of people come in stressed. You know, we're all very stressed. (laughs) Liz and I don't know anything about that. We've never been stressed. (laughs) 
<laughs> and I always try to go, okay, just put that energy into mm. this effort. Yeah. yeah. And then you leave there and you're like, oh, you're so spent that yeah. you can't really be stressed that much anymore. That's true. Well, you're right. It is so empowering because you're in there and you're going, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. And then you do. Mm-hmm. And you do it over and over and you leave like, yeah. yeah. And you do feel stronger and empowered. And I mean, Sheila, this the business itself, you started, let's say, when you were over 40. Yes. I think a lot of our <laughs> listeners are interested in starting their own businesses. I think it's very intimidating. I think it's scary. Um, just tell us a little bit about how you got to a place where you are willing to take that leap. Well, I'll tell you in three short words, life is short. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And you get older. And when you do get older, you start to realize more that your life is limited. Mm -hmm. You start to leave or lose loved ones. And you're like, I better do something that I really enjoy now. Otherwise, you know, I'm going to be 85 and going, I wish I would have done that when I was 45. Right. And that is one of the biggest motivators for me. Um, You know, you get to the point in your life where you've raised your children. You guys are in the midst of that now. Yeah. Um, I have a, a millennial. And, <laughs> uh, you know, so you're working and everything, and you're thinking, you know, what, do I, what am I really passionate about? What do I want to spend these precious hours of my life doing? I've always been into health and fitness. Um, this opportunity came about, and I just jumped. I'm one of those people that jump uh, and the net appears sometimes. Mm. Um, or I jump into the deep end and learn how to swim as I'm going. So what I would say, A, is it has to be something you're passionate about. Right. Um, know your risk level. You know, like know mm. what you're capable of handling. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of take risks. You know, I'm a risk taker. But if you know that you're not really comfortable with risk, then maybe just dip your toe in the water and do it, you know, slower than what I did. Mm-hmm. I actually jumped in. I did it. I was still working a full-time job, and I started the business. Ah. So, but it, 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 over the first two and a half years, I've, like, worked, you know, six days a week. And, and, and then I finally got to the point where I realized I had to work on my business and not in my business. Mm, that's another big that's important really thing. That's really interesting. Because I'm in a training business, and this probably can apply to most businesses. You have to learn what is, you, what is your commodity. What do you do in that business that no one else can do? And, and you have to do that. And, you know, I have these amazing trainers. You really do. But they, I want them to focus on being amazing trainers. Right. You know, I'm a good trainer, too. But I can do things that they can't do. So you have to know what is your commodity and protect the asset. This is the other thing that I learned. Protect the asset. What is the asset? You. Mm. You are the asset in your business. So if you're not healthy, if you're not balanced, if you're not, you know, of mind, body and spirit, Mm -hmm. there is no business. You know, it's going to go down. And the other thing about starting a business when you're older is that you're more courageous, you're more knowing, you know there's no shortcuts, Mm -hmm. you're more patient, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you follow your intuition, and there's a lot less drama, you know. (laughs) I know for me, in my 20s and 30s, there was a lot of drama, and and there's a lot less ego, 
And so I feel like you can just do it out of the love for this and that will show up. And then the people you attract will be people that are your people. That's my advice on that. Well, Sheila, speaking of everything you do and that you you're always expanding, you have a podcast called Sound Mind and Body. Yes. Um that you've started and tell us what it's about and why you started it. Um it's it's so great. I'm enjoying Thank you. it so yeah. much. Oh my god, that you guys even listen to it just, you know, makes my whole reason for doing it. We're trying to come okay. on it. We just haven't been able yeah. to schedule oh, it. Yes. No, so, so excited. I think you're going to be on it next month. Yay. Well, um, I started the podcast. Well, first of all, when podcasting came around, which Liz, I think you are the one who introduced me mm. to podcasting. Yeah, I got you started. That you did. For so many people. Liz yes. is a podcast. I'm a gateway. Yeah. You I'm are. a podcast gateway. And then when you and uh, Gretchen started happier, I was like, what? This is yeah. so fun. We... And and I thought, I want to do a podcast so bad. So I just said, I'm just I'm just going to do this. And I just jumped in again. And um, you're a risk taker. I am. Risk taker. <laughs> but it's been the most fun um, and so inspiring. And I love having conversations. That's mm. one of my biggest things. I love the conversation. And I want to talk about alternative healing modalities in a practical way, not in a, oh, my God, what is that weird quack in the corner there? You know, and just kind of bring it to the forefront. Like, how can you apply spirituality or alternative things practically in your life? And one thing I love that it's not just interviewing experts about nutrition and exercise and beauty and all of that, but it's about your own journey back to good. Yes. You know, and I think that really helped but people want to hear personal stories because then they feel like, OK, if she did it, I can do it. So, I well, really like I that. actually this podcast kind of saved me. If you hear in my very one of my very first episodes, I like kind of lost myself a little bit. And that happens when you get a little older, too, and you're busy and your kids are grown and you're like, who am I anymore? And so I kind of lost myself. And doing this podcast helped me to find myself again. And it was it was a lot of things. It was nutrition. It was going back to what do I really like to do? And what do I what am I really interested in? What am I not doing that I used to do? You know, and a lot of that was, uh, you know, yoga and I do Pilates now and I uh, meditation. You know, I've done over 100 days in a row meditation and follow your bliss, follow your bliss, follow your bliss. It's all about following your excitement. So any, everyone's got to listen to Sheila's podcast Thank and hear you so about much. all the woo-woo things people are doing out there. Yes. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, before we let you go, what is one thing that makes you happier in Hollywood? But it sounds like your podcast. Yes. <laughs> is there anything else that makes you happier in Hollywood? Well, it's similar to the podcast because what makes me happier in Hollywood is that it's a very open-minded place mm. to live. People come here to follow their dreams. They they you know, create their dreams here. It's the city of angels. And you're surrounded by a lot of other people who are doing that. And that's what I love. Well, Sheila, thank you so much for being here. We will see you at Inform. And thank you for keeping us healthy and strong. Yes, (laughs) I love having you girls at the studio. And thank you so much. And thank you for this podcast, because this is one of my favorite podcasts that I always fit in no matter how busy I am. Well, thank you. And we will link to 
Inform Fitness Los Angeles um, on our website, and we'll have a link to your podcast, Sound Mind and Body. Yes, and um, come in for that free session. Yes, yes, goodness, come in for the free session. Thanks, girls. Thank you. Next up, our assistant Mary has a movie-related Hollywood hack, but first, a word from our sponsor. Liz, there is nothing I love more than having a delicious meal that I didn't have to cook, which is why I have been getting no prep, no mess meals from Factor. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Last night, I had had blackened salmon with broccoli and with cauliflower rice. It was so delicious. It was the perfect dinner. Head to factormeals.com slash HIH50 and use code HIH50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code HIH50 at factormeals.com slash HIH50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. And now it's time for this week's Hollywood hack, which is Movie Pass. It's only $9.95 a month, and Mary says it has changed her life. And she's here to tell us about it. Welcome, Mary. Hi. Back to the show. <laughs> yes, yeah. So it's a subscription-based uh, thing where, you know, you pay $9.95 a month, and you can see at least one movie a day for the right. whole month. One wow. movie a day. Mm-hmm. So for you can see 30 whole... movies for yeah. $9.95. Yeah. I don't wow. even know how to process that. And, yeah, and I mean— it it works at my the movie theater at the Grove and I live near wow. there so it's perfect but some AMC movie theaters it doesn't work at but you know that's fine and um, yeah it's insane because the movie theater ticket in LA is at least fifteen sixteen dollars yeah. so so have you been seeing more movies since you got Movie Pass yes and that was my goal this year to see at least one movie a week because you know working in entertainment I feel like you have to watch TV and watch movies and and, you know, film is my first love. So I have to it's like I see good movies. I see bad movies. I try to see them all. (laughs) Yeah, it takes the pressure off. Mm -hmm. Like you can see anything and you could even walk out. Yeah, you don't like it because you have already paid for it. Yeah, exactly. So I'm worried about this business model. How does this company survive? You know, there is concern that it won't last forever. <laughs> so I'm taking advantage That's of it. That's right. Do it now. Right. Excellent. And I think everyone else should jump on board. So get MoviePass. I don't know if it's in every city. You know, I'm unsure about that as well. Um, but I'm sure it's in all the big cities. Yeah. So anyway, everybody get MoviePass. And then see a lot of movies and support the, support the industry. Support Even the buying popcorn, by the way, is good for movie theaters. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Mary, for yet another Hollywood hack. You're often the source of our Hollywood hacks. We <laughs> depend on you. And before we go today, we want to announce we have a new producer, Yay. Chuck Reed. So, Chuck, welcome to Happier in Hollywood. And we will tell you all more about Chuck and talk to him um, and hear his story in an upcoming episode. Yes. And that's it for this episode of Happier in Hollywood. Email us or send us a voice memo at happierinhollywood at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and please subscribe if you haven't already. 
Huge thanks to Sheila Melody for joining us today. You can find her podcast, Sound, Mind, and Body, on iTunes and at soundmindbodypodcast.com. You can find Sheila on Instagram at soundmindbodypodcast. Thanks to our producer, Chuck Reed, and everyone at Sancola Sound. Thanks to the awesome ad team at Panoply. Thank you to our assistant, Mary Merkins. And thank you to Gretchen Rubin. Happier in Hollywood is part of the Onward Project. Get in touch. I'm on Instagram at Liz Craft and Sarah is at S. Fain. We also have a Facebook group. Search for Happier in Hollywood on Facebook to join the conversation. Until next week, I'm Sarah Fain. And I'm Liz Craft. Thanks for joining us. It's a fun job. And we enjoy it. So, Mary, best and worst movie. Like, what should we say um, and not? Best, definitely see A Quiet Place. Okay. The worst? Unsane, the Steven Soderbergh one. I love Soderbergh. Mm-hmm. That's disappointing. disappointing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you heard it from Mary. <laughs> <laughs> well.